0: hey what is up everybody welcome to the fight edition of the dave cast this is an mma based podcast so if you don't like mma if it's just something you're not into or you like to watch it but you just don't want to hear some random fucking guy talk about it then um don't listen to this podcast wait for the next general regular dave cast to come out if you like listening to me talk about regular boring shit like last episode (laughs) Episode five is weak. I mean, I don't want to sit and talk about negatively about myself or whatever. But man, it was boring. I had nothing to talk about. So I think I'm. I'm really worried about getting enough content out. I know a big thing is when I, I was reading up on podcasts and researching it, and they say to make sure to keep getting content, 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 getting content out. That way you can keep a list, you know, keep a listening base or whatever. Huh, I don't know, whatever, but. I'm not going to do another podcast again until I have shit to talk about. There're probably going to be a lot, there're probably gonna be more MMA-based podcasts than just general podcasts. So I my life right now is fucking boring. I sit here at home. I I run to town and help a friend out or do every once in a while, but mostly it's just me sitting here at home and I try to get up and stay busy and do what I got to do to be sane and do this podcast and like I like I said I'm trying I don't I want to get content out but I have nothing to fucking talk about you know what I mean and I could dive deep into like some politics shit and give you guys my outlook on like transgender and gay and racial stuff and I don't even know if I want to if I'm ready to talk about that cuz I'll probably scare people away with some of my beliefs you know what I mean and it is what it is but I'm I'm pretty open about a lot of shit so sorry last one was boring it's going to get better, I promise, <laughs> but maybe I just won't put out as many podcasts as what I'm getting at. So, this is the fight cast. I don't know what I'm going to name it yet. I want your guys' help if you guys can uh, throw some some uh, some, uh, some ideas my way, uh, what you guys think I, a, a good name a good name for my fight cast would be or fight cast. Podcast uh, talking about MMA would be. you know what I mean? I called it the Fight Edition. We could do that too. Dave Cast Fight Edition, the Fight cast. I don't know, MMA, mania, fucking whatever. I don't know, man. I'm just brainstorming some ideas, and that's what I got. So if you guys can think of something, maybe one of my nicknames. When I fought, I was, the war, I was war Dog, Alpha Dog. I, Meat Hammer. I never used Meat Hammer. There's a weird backstory to that. Before Impact Fighting Championships, uh, my last fight, we all got on the radio station, three of us from our, our gym, me, Brock, and Casey, Got on 107.5, the Big Dog Morning Show, to promote <clears throat> the upcoming fights. And, I don't know, it was fun. We talked, we bullshit, or whatever, on the air, off the air. And then, I think we were on the air, and they asked, like, if we had a fight, a fight nickname or whatever. And Casey was like, no, we don't. But he points at me, and he's like, that's the meat hammer. And Casey just being Casey and just making a joke or whatever. We're like, call me the meat hammer for the rest of the episode. They wanted me to walk out to it, and I, I don't think I did, though. I hope I didn't. Pretty sure I didn't. <laughs> I didn't tell him to fucking say it. So anyway, uh, I am not the meat hammer, but I think it's funny. It's pretty hilarious. It's got a cool backstory. So if you guys can give me hit me up with some feedback, even anything, any cor- any any sort of feedback. I'm getting a lot of listens. I'm not really hearing anything from anybody. A few of my relatives have hit me up and say they love it. A few other people love it. Um, I haven't gotten any negative feedback. Feel free to like let me know if I if I suck or whatever. I don't. I really. It's not gonna hurt my feelings at all. So, I am my biggest. I am my biggest critic, and I need. Uh, I want to be. You know, I want to be the best that I can at everything I fucking do, and it's a curse for real sometimes. But for those of you that don't know, I'm. I had some. MMA, I had a small little MMA career. It lasted a while, but I didn't fight very much. A lot of that had to do with me being in the military. The military was very picky on when I could fight and even if I could fight at times because at any minute I could be deployed uh, overseas or I wouldn't be able to do my job if I break a hand or something if I get injured. And I get it. I understand why they were being so picky about it. But even, even when I had my first pro fight, it was in East Grand Forks at the Civic Center, uh, I fought Mike Davis, a boxer and they came out my all my military friends my commander was there my first sergeant was there my whole unit was there it was like the most support i actually got and out of all my fights i think that was the most support i got out of any of them was my first one you know what i mean so i beat mike davis i uh, choked him out i just i didn't want to stand with him at all i just took him down and fucking choked him out you know what i mean so why would i you know i'm not going to stand with a boxer i'm not going to talk about all my fights anyway so uh, throughout the years, I fought five times total pro. I was three and two. Wasn't the best record. Uh, I don't know. I think it was more of a mental thing for me. I, didn't, I don't like fighting. I don't like every time. It's crazy because as soon as you get that phone call or you talk to your coach and he's like, yeah, I think you should take that fight. As soon as you take a fight, at least for me, like i get like this this knot like right in your stomach or whatever and it's just like oh shit i need to get ready you know what i mean cuz no matter how close you were or were to the fight or how much you trained you never thought you're i never thought i was ready enough i'm like man my cardio c- could use some freaking work i would like watch videos on my opponent and like you know and all the videos they post usually are them getting beat unless you can find someone posting videos of them fighting them beating them you know what I mean? So, like, you just, all these nerves. There's so many nerves built up, and you're just nervous. And I, you know, and I sit there, and I think I think about everything that can happen. I'm like, man, if I, I catch the wrong punch, if I take a shot, like I'm going to do because I'm a wrestler and I'm a grappler, when I take that shot, is he going to grab my neck and hold me in a choke? Because I don't know, out of how many, I think three three out of my five fights, I was in some sort of choke, or they grabbed me in some sort of choke or grabbed my neck, you know, and I shot in. Uh, none of them got me. Um... I did get choked out in one of my fights. I was beating the shit out of Josh Huber at the Ralph Ingolstadt Arena for three rounds. And then I got caught in a choke with a minute left. And there's nothing I could do about it. It was tight. It was snug and it was the worst feeling ever. Because you're like, I'm winning this shit. Make it one more minute. And it was a war though. Josh Huber is a beast and he freaking fuck, he's a tough guy. Yeah, and then he got me with one minute left. You know what I mean? So uh I've been, you know, and, and ever in a fight you're gonna get choked. You're gonna like get Possibly get submitted. So, I mean, what I'm getting at is I am always worried about what's going to happen in there instead of, like, just concentrating on my game plan and doing what I should have did. And, I mean, I did I did relatively well, you know, with the amount of training that I had and, and where I trained at, you know. So, I don't know. It, it was – I don't regret fighting. I loved it. Um, I loved all the people that I met, all the guys down at Academy of Combat Arts down in Fargo, uh, all the guys from PMA. Anybody that's around, oh, I remember like Dave Badman and Eric Hood, Badman, design, uh, downtown, the artist guy. He used to train with us all the time and stuff. I don't know if he ever, I don't know if he openly talks about his MMA training. He just did it to stay in shape, and I think he still does a cardio class at Progressive Martial Arts. <coughs> Excuse me. Shit, I should have muted that. But all these people, like, you know, in earlier in my career that I got to meet, and like, like I was mentioning on one of my earlier podcasts, the fight community is so small. But it's made up of some really interesting people. Is there some bad people in the community? Maybe. Yeah, probably. But, like, a lot of it is, like, true martial artists that just love to compete. They're not real fighters. Like, to get me to fight outside of the gym in a bar or something like that, I either have have to be, like, stupid, stupid, stupid drunk, and even then I probably won't fight. Or it has to be a really good reason. Like, I'm defending myself or somebody else. But I am not. You know I mean? I I, I feel like I'm a martial artist, period. True True and through. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love to teach, I love to do all that, so, but getting back to it, like I said, the community is really small, but it's full of some really awesome, interesting people, think about it, these people get together and punch each other in the face, and they're happy to do it to each other, they're doing it to help each other, we get together and choke each other, we get to, you know, we get to, we rough each other up, it's, we, you get beat up more in training than you do in the real fight, you know what I mean, and like, Back in the day when people were less worried about brain trauma, we used to get pickled. I remember going down to ACA and getting pickled down there. And, like, dudes of every size would just hop on top of you and just hit you. You know what I mean? And and I get the drill. The drill was there for you to, like, survive. That was the idea. Like, we're going to beat you up, dude. Just never stop moving. You know what I mean? Was it good for your brain? No, not at all. But the the amount of self-confidence you had when you got up from the mat everybody's cheering for you and stuff because they're all your partners. I mean, they don't want to beat the shit out of you. I mean, they kind of do, but they don't. And you get up and you feel like I just fucking survived that. You know what I mean? I just survived 10 minutes of every 30 seconds, a new fresh guy. doesn't matter what weight he is, whether he's the smallest guy in the gym or the biggest guy in the gym, jumping in there and ground and pounding me. And all I could do is try to get away and stay alive and keep moving. So the referee doesn't stop the fight. That's what that whole drill was for. And, It was awesome. Bad for your brain, but good training. You know what I mean? So a lot of guys don't do that anymore. There's no more pickling. There's no more, you know, a lot of gyms don't do even hard sparring anymore at all. They do light timing sparring and things like that. A lot of your seasoned fighters, they know what it feels like to get punched in the face. And and if you don't get punched in the face, you don't spar for a long time, you do get flinchy. But in, in a fight, it's a lot different. Things are definitely different when it comes down to the actual fight itself. All those nerves are there. There's just so much like everyone, like everyone came out to watch you, like all your family, all your friends, people you don't even know that you sold tickets to your neighbors, whoever, (coughs) excuse me again, whoever is there watching you. And there's a chance you could eat one and go to sleep in front of everybody. You know what I mean? So I was pretty nervous for my fights. Not gonna lie to you. Uh, that can help you in a way, too. It's like positive stress where you're, you know, you don't do something stupid in the fight and get caught. You know what I mean? You got to be somewhat defensive, somewhat ready for any, any possibility. You know what I mean? You can't just run through the good possibilities of me knocking him out, me taking him down, passing his guard, taking his back, choking him out. You know what I mean? You got to think about, fuck, what happens in that fight when I slip up, when I take that shot and mess up, and he takes my back. I mean, I'm getting deep, way too deep. I love it, though. So I'm going to back well, all the way up. I, mean, I could talk about this shit forever. like. But what I was getting at was some of my nicknames. Well, I was kind of letting you guys know about my fight career and some of my nicknames, whatever. Do you help me uh, think of a name? The Dave Cast, the Fight Edition, the MMA Edition, Fight Talk, something. Let, give me some feedback, guys. I, I, I just want some feedback. I cannot thank you guys enough for listening. I want to get that out of the way, too. I, I love that I got people listening to me, and I don't know. I must be crazy, right, to sit here and want people to listen to, ha- to what I have to say. But like Robin said, I am an attention whore, and that's fuck just what I'm doing. So uh, we got some good fights coming up this weekend. You have Bellator, Frank Mir versus Fedor. That's, the, uh, that's part of the whole Grand Prix they're doing. So if you don't know, Bellator doesn't have a heavyweight champion, so they, they decided to do a tournament thing. And I think I mean they could have figured out who the interim champ is and made a title fight, and nobody would have been less the wiser or cared. But I think it's more for publicity, more to try to get more people to look over and watch this tournament. It's like it's so it's tournament style. So two guys. I mean, I think it's like an eight-man bracket, or I haven't even looked at the bracket yet. I I seen it when it first came out, but anyway. So the guys fight, and then they go on. The winners move on. Looters losers are done. And in the end, they'll figure out who their new heavyweight champion is. Well, it's full of huge, they got some really big names and threw it in there. Obviously, like Fedor and Frank Mir are fighting. That's, that's an awesome fight. Are they both washed? They're not, I'm not going to say washed up. Are they both yeah, past their prime? For sure. Should they both, should either of them really be fighting anymore? Probably not, but they've been doing it their whole lives and this is what they want to do. And they're two of the best heavyweights fighters in the world, ever, of all time. Frank Mir and Fedor, like it's, I'm excited about it. I really am. I'm not even picking a winner. I don't. Even, I'm not even gonna try. Don't even care. It's just such an epic fight. Uh, I really hope they're. I hope we see a good fight. I don't want one of them to go to sleep right away. I actually want to see some, some good shit. You know what I mean? And they both have the potential to knock the other one out. Fedor's chin is getting a little more questionable as he goes along. Uh, Frank Mir's chin is a little as questionable too. So I mean, one of these guys eats a big shot. It's over. Uh, I'd like to see some grappling. I'd like to see some, like, clinch work and some wrestling and some grappling on the ground between these two dudes would be epic. Uh, I don't know why I discussed the main event first, but I did because I'm just that excited about it. There's a few other fights on this card that look all right. Emmanuel Sanchez, Sam Sicilia should be a good fight. Neiman Gracie versus Javier Torres. I trained with Javier down in Vegas uh, when I was in Vegas for three months. Uh, the military sent me to Vegas, TDY to do uh to be an instructor at a, a pre-deployment course for military working dog handlers so i got to hang out there for three months and do a lot of really good training uh and vegas has some of the best mma training some of the best jujitsu. so yeah i got to take advantage of that and while i was there i got to meet javier torres uh, i believe he moved back to mexico i don't know if he's in vegas training or not still i follow him on social media and a lot of his stuff's in spanish so i can't really read it I know he takes a lot of pride in his, his, his Mexican heritage and stuff, which is awesome. Uh, he's a really good boxer. He was a brown belt in jiu jitsu and I trained with him and he kicked my ass. Uh, I don't know what he might be a black belt now, but he's fighting a beast in Neiman Gracie. Neiman Gracie's got the whole family. He fights out of Henner, uh, not Henner's, cow. Uh, Henzo Gracie Academy. Six submissions out of his seven victories. Uh, he is just a beast right now, and I don't think Javier has what it takes to beat him. I'd like to see Javier beat him. I would, but it's probably not going to happen. So what else do we got here? We have Rafael Lovato Jr., and 7-0, fighting Gerald Harris. Uh, Rafael Lovato Jr. is just a beast, man. One, his jiu-jitsu is on another level. He's one of the best jiu-jitsu guys probably in the world. And now he's competing in MMA, and it takes – it's it's – I'm trying to get this out right. Uh, a lot of a lot of jujitsu guys try to transition over to MMA. Some of them have been very successful, and some of them haven't. So I think Rafael Lovato Jr. is going to be successful. He's got like this killer instinct. He gets in wicked good shape. He comes in just shredded, and he's just he's he is a beast. His stand up's legit. He could he's going to take you down. He's got good wrestling. He's just. He's a, he's a beast, and he's, he's fun to watch, and I'm excited to see what he does with his MMA career. That is it for the Bellator card. Um, I just say that like an announcer voice again? That is it for the Bellator card! I don't know why I do that. <laughs> so ridiculous, right? Uh, I'm going to talk a little bit about some local fighting going on. So there's some fights going on in the cities uh, at the Armory in Minneapolis this weekend. Uh, Legacy Fighting Alliance 38, Hughes versus Green, the guys in the main event I don't know much about, Jeff Hughes. He's eight and one. I don't know much about him. Like I said, I'm not gonna talk about fighters if I don't really know him very well. Uh I could do a little research and this and that, but still feel like everything on not not everything on paper or in the numbers always add up. You know what I'm saying? So Maurice Green, I know him from he knocked out Zach Thumb, one of the other, one of the guys I train with or have trained with down at ACA. Uh, Zach caught a nasty head kick like 20-some seconds into the fight and was flatlined, and that sucks. That's one of those things I'm talking about, one of those things that could happen. Uh, But real quick, one of the fights I'm looking forward to, Tat Romero, Dane Sayers' rematch. Uh, Tat won the first time. I've trained with both of these guys before. Uh, I've trained with Tat more recently, and I know Tat – Uh. Has been really working on his jiu-jitsu, and he's been down at the Academy of Combat Arts training with those guys, getting ready for this fight. I know he trains at, um, is it Black Arrow? I think he trains at or did. Or, I don't know, but like he's hes a, just a fresh purple. He's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. His wrestling's awesome. His stand-up's good. Uh, hopefully, he comes to the cage ready to go, and, and I think he can beat Dane again. I'm not sure where Dane is training at. Um, I know he trains out of Fargo that MXP team or whatever, that Megan Prussia's team that she has that little gym and they train there. I think maybe that's where he trains at. That's what I've heard. Uh, He made it to the, he was on the Ultimate Fighter and I think he fought in the UFC at least once. Uh, Tough dude. Trained with him, like I said. He's tough to take down. He's just a durable, got heart, tough ass dude. And I think that's going to be a really good fight again. I think it was a pretty good fight the first time. And I still have Tat winning, and I think he wins by submission. Uh, later in the, let's say, second round. I think he submits him in the second round or in the third round later on. Like I said, Dane Sayers is a tough dude. He's got a heart. You know what I mean? I think it's going it's to be a really good fight. And then I know Cody Lincoln, uh, he's a brown belt out of ACA. He is fighting. Zach Thumb is also fighting, the heavyweight I mentioned earlier, and I think I talked about Zach on a previous podcast. Uh, Another guy who's fighting on this card is Chris Bachmeyer. I've trained with Chris Bachmeyer a little bit. I don't I don't spar too much with him because I remember the first time I sparred with him, he kicked me and hit me so fucking hard. And I was like, are we going light? What are we doing? And he just he beat the shit out of me. And he's just a tough dude and he trains like he fights, which sucks for his training partners, but he is exciting to watch. He always puts on a good show. Make sure you guys go out and cheer for Chris. He's so much fun to watch. He's 10 and 1. Uh, he's fighting Charlie Brown, no idea who his opponent is, uh, I don't think it is the cartoon actor, I'd Be, <laughs> you know what I mean, so, I, I tried to make a joke about Charlie Brown right there, and I just couldn't, I just couldn't even think of one, I don't know, Chris, all you gotta do is move the football out of the way when he goes to kick it, and that's how you beat Charlie Brown, right, so, not sure who Charlie Brown is, he's 11 and 6, so, probably a tough dude, Chris Bachmeier, probably tougher, so, I would never bet against Chris Bachmeyer. He's so much fun. He's a great dude, fun to train with. No, he's not fun to train with. He's a badass. He's a tough dude, but I'm just saying he's fun to be around. He's a good, cool dude, but he's fucking tough to train with, man. Like, I've rolled with him before, and he's fucking strong. He's crazy. Love the dude. So, he is also fighting on that card. They're all fighting. A few other guys were supposed to fight out of ACA, and I think opponents dropped out, and that's kind of one of the things that happened a lot of these. Fight cards around here. Like, I would never want to be a promoter. Like, you have fighters that just don't show up to weigh-ins, fighters that don't make weight, fighters that get injured right before, you know what I mean? And that's not their fault always. But that's the hardest thing is trying to keep a fight card filled with awesome, interesting fights because people drop out from injuries. People drop out because they just get psyched out. I don't know. I don't know why people do, but it sucks when they do. But they throw it together and they make it work every time. And uh, thank you to the promoters that do that. Motors to get a bad rap sometimes, and I know some of them are fucking assholes, and some of them are, they'll tell you whatever they got to tell you to get you to try to take a fight, but they're in it for the money, and I get it, I do, so hopefully this ends up being a good card. Um, it is stacked with some pretty good guys, and there's also some, uh, up, it looks like some up-and-comer amateur fights on the, on the bottom of the card too, so if you're in Minneapolis and you want to go check it out, I bet it's pretty cheap to get into. Uh, fighting events are always a blast. My voice is starting to get scratchy, so I need to, like, hurry up and finish this up. Uh, with that being said, if you have a chance to go to some of your local fights, uh, or research who some of the local fighters around your town are, if you're not a big fight fan, and look them up, uh, watch some of their, if they have YouTube videos, watch them fight, go to their fights, uh, if you see them after the fight or during the fight, shake their hand and tell them that you're a fan of theirs, or tell them that, Hey man, it's you know I, I looked. It was a good fight. Whatever, like fighters like to hear that stuff. Even if, especially if somebody loses, taking a loss is huge. MMA, MMA is crazy because it's you can be at the top of the world. You go in and you knock somebody out, or you do you do your game plan and it works for you. You're at the top of the world when you win an MMA fight. You feel like the toughest fucking guy on the planet, and you're just you're in cloud nine. If you lose that fight, especially if you lose bad, like get knocked out or choked out, like you're at the, bo- just rock bottom, you know? And, uh, I always competed in, I was a competitor in wrestling and jujitsu and stuff. And lo- losing is, it's all a part of the game and you just got to take it. And losing an MMA fight was not easy. It hurt, especially my first loss. I was beating the dude pretty good. And then I got caught and it just, yeah, I bet I beat myself up to this day about it. Like, man, if I would have just, Turned the corner a little different and jumped over to one side. I wouldn't have got caught in that choke or whatever. But you can't live that way. You can't regret it. You know what I mean? And it is what it is. Uh But, yeah, so if you you know get to know some of your local fighters, Fargo has a lot of fights around here. Minneapolis has a lot of fights. Up north in Minnesota has some every once in a while. Uh Sioux Falls last weekend in, so- in Sioux Falls, South Dakota. So a lot of family that live in there. Shout out to Brian and Steph and some of the fam down there. If you guys get a chance, go check it out uh, if you're in an area that has fights. Um, like I said, get to, know your local, get to know your local fighters. It helps you. I'm just all over the place right now, but what I'm trying to get out, this is what I'm trying to get at. When you go to watch these fights, if you actually not necessarily personally know the person fighting, but you you know their background or you kind of have – or you've seen them fight before, it makes it better. You know what I mean? Like I go to these fight cart, I watch a fight, and I usually know quite a few of the guys fighting or I've seen some of these guys fight. It just makes it better, you know. It gives you someone to cheer for. It it gives you a little bit of a connection to the fight, and it just it just makes it better. So, if you're not really crazy into MMA, maybe you just like to watch the UFC events that they're on the TV. That's good on you, but hey, keep keep an eye out for some local fights and get get out and get to know some of your local fighters for real. Uh, they train their asses off. They put a lot on the line to to entertain people, and they're not getting paid shit. Trust me, especially around here, these guys don't get paid shit. So there's UFC fighters that don't get paid shit, you know, for what for how much training they do, how much it affects their life, going through all the training, dieting, you know, what I mean, and a lot of these guys, a lot of those guys at the lower level have another job. So this isn't, you know, it's just like doing it on the side, and just trying to make it big so they can quit their job and be a full time fighter. But it's not easy. It is not easy. And and I commend the guys that do all that. They put in all that hard work and all that, all the, the sparring and all the rolling and the cardio, man. I used to hit the pool so much. I used to do so many sprints up and down hills. And, oh, man, like, like I said, you you never feel ready. You never feel like your cardio is, you know, you can tell yourself that shit all day long. But when I go to bed, I would tell myself, like, man. I wish my cardio was a little bit better. I wish my, my, this was a little bit better. Like I was always second guessing myself and that ain't always good, you know I mean? You want to have confidence and I, you know, if you know me, I'm a pretty confident guy, but man, getting in there to fight somebody, it just, it takes a lot takes a lot. Like, I never talked shit before any of my fights because I didn't know what was going to happen. I wasn't going to be like, yeah, I'm going to beat this dude's ass. In the first round, I'm going to knock him out, you know, or whatever. Or I'm, I'm going to go in there, I'm going to take this dude down and beat his ass. You know what I mean? I'm going to have my way with him, and that sounds terrible. But like I'm saying, I never got cocky because if I, got, I went in there and I got knocked out right away, I'm like, I'm not going to be that guy. You know what I mean? I know some guys do it to sell fights, sell, sell tickets to promote it, uh, but I was never that way. I was always pretty humble. If anybody ever asked me, I'm like, I don't know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe this. I might be able to beat this guy. He's good too. So we'll see what happens, you know. And I was always that way. And like I said, I just didn't want to talk shit and then get knocked out. So uh, this was the first fight edition. Please let me know what you guys think. Uh, my voice is about to disappear. But let me know uh, if you guys have any names for the any name ideas for the podcast. I can't even get it out. See, now I'm getting all lusted and anyway thank you guys for listening thank you for the feedback this was the first mma podcast and i feel it's probably best if i keep them separate that way non-mma people want to listen to me talk about nonsense can you know what i'm saying so love you guys keep on listening i appreciate you later